Yeah, dude, there's something about smashing pumpkins, man. They, uh, woo, they give you the chills. Wow, I can't Dude, I can't tell you how many times I was in traffic and Rat in the Cage came out. And I, was, <laughs> I fucking turned the max. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have a 90s running playlist, man, and it's got a lot of good jams on there. Maybe 60% Smashing Pumpkins. Wow. It's so funny because, dude, the guy I picked for this, the, mid, the middle, it's a cover of... So it's like... He's the, one of the greatest, and he's covering one of the greatest, right? Yeah, all right, nice. And it was like, I wanted to talk about how, and I was like, even thinking, dude, Smashing Pumpkins, man. Like, man, some of these guys, it's probably just because we grew up in that era, but some of these people, dude, these songs, they just make you feel, you know? Can you imagine a guy like Billy Corgan hitting the scene and the Smashing Pumpkins? They were a bunch of freako weirdos, man. He was the weirdest dude. Props to him. Dude, I didn't appreciate it back then. I appreciate it now. Original Baldy. He made it cool to <laughs> be bald. Right. He paved the way for Jason Statham, you know? He's, he was one of the, I would argue, original bald rockers. Yeah, John Travolta, better, better toss it up to him. Yeah, right? he, he totally embraced it, and he looked. Dude, like he'd a always do that like head grab during the like while he was, <laughs> you know, it was like, like you guys had the hair, the hair uh, head bang, but he had the head grab, you know, it was like ah. Uh. We jammed on a Weezer song that you put on a few episodes back, and we were discussing afterwards how just like nerdy and goofy the Weezer guys are, and then yeah. the same era, the same time frame. The, the freaks of Smashing Pumpkins were touring as well. And these guys uh, just like... Oh, yeah, dude, with one of the greatest double albums ever released. These were crazy dudes. They were doing really, you know, theatrical-sounding music. You know, I... Yeah. It's, and mixed with metal and rock. It's crazy. And they looked weird. So, props to Billy again with the bald... Uh, <laughs> rocking the baldness first. It. But also... Yeah. Again, dude, like, can you see a band nowadays becoming famous? Like, look at Maroon Five, well, you know, with a. No, Adam but like, Levine. dude, even uh, even Billy Corgan, dude. Remember, uh, everybody wanted to shit on Swan so hard. Yeah, not, not everybody a, wanted right. to shit on Swan. It wasn't the most popular it was, album. It was pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's such an amazing artist, dude. I agree. Right? Yeah, I think I really think you could put him anywhere, and it's gold. Funny thing about Billy just, is uh, <laughs> just like the uh, Foo Fighters guy, who's the same era. Oh, um, he he yeah. was Nirvana. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. He, I'm a he huge was fan Nirvana, of Dave Grohl. Actually. Then he went to you know what I mean. I think that yeah. guy could have been any time. He's great. You know, put him with anybody. Great. Oh, dude, and the thing with Dave Grohl, I know he gets a lot of flack now because he was hard on the vaccine attendance deal. You know. But yeah. still one of the last rockers. These guys are like the last rockers. Like uh, Pearl Jam. They, not, not, not even rockers. I would say the last like um, yeah. innovators. I'm going to say, oh, that's good. That's a good call. Yeah. Right. But I like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I just don't see. Name me a, like a modern era in the last 10 years band who's like a stadium band. Yeah, they can't be because now you have like the auto tune and like 
Do you know who's selling uh, out stadiums across the country for their anticipated reunion tour? And tickets here in Denver are like $400 for Nosebleed. I just checked it out today. Blink-182. No. I'd pay $400 just to hear all the small things. Or d- first date? Um, uh, yeah, I'd pay $400 to go see Blink-182. I mean, and I are going to go. We're going to go and we're going to fork up the dough. It's going to hurt me dearly, but... <laughs> when is it? I might fly out. It's um, July, actually. Uh, man, I should do it. We should do it. Hey, Mike, we would love to have you and... Bring a date for me. <laughs> I'm just we'll kidding. Supply, we'll supply the third. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I hope you like hairy guys named Snake. That's pretty much just all so I you know, to offer. I'm very into 40-year-olds. <laughs> if he happens to be a little overweight, I'm sure we're going to have a great time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that... Blink-22, stadium band, uh, what was it, Pearl Jam was just around here about a month ago, they, it was really difficult to get tickets, and they were outrageously expensive. These 90s rockers, man, they're the only ones I think really putting up, oh, it's them and Taylor Swift, let me be <laughs> fair. <laughs> I mean, I'd, yeah, she's rocker, dude. I, 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 because of the whole thing, I started listening, you know, I listened to a couple songs, and it's like, man, she's good. She's good. She kind of reminds me of the old chicks where, like, like, Gwen Stefani, one of the things that was great about her was she could write a song that, like, even as a dude, you're like, all right, yeah, I felt that too, you know? Sure, yeah. I worked in a kitchen years ago, and it was my second day, and I'm training with the assistant kitchen manager. And uh, it's like the first five minutes or so, and we're doing some prep work. And uh, he turns to me and he says, uh, you know, do you like uh, Taylor Swift? And, you know, it's a trick question, right? Like, you're not sure how you want to answer yeah. it. And I said, well, you know, I like all music, so you know, I could see some winners with Taylor. And he, I would just say I appreciate the art. Yeah, that's why I always go. And he stops cutting yeah. and he turns to me and he said, he goes, uh, I love Taylor Swift. Very seriously. He said, I love Taylor Swift. And he said, but I don't like all this pop bullshit that everyone loves. The stuff on the radio, that's, that's garbage. She just puts that out there to get the fame. He goes, you got to listen to B-side Taylor Swift. I'm a B-side Taylor he's Swift He's a diehard? Fan. He's oh, a B-side B-side. B-side. Taylor Swift He declared fan? himself in the first 20 minutes of me knowing this guy, I'm a B-side Taylor Swift fan. I'm the real deal, hombre. <laughs> I, I didn't even know she had a B-side. And then he pointed. Do tell, Mike. Do he, tell. He pointed the knife in my throat and he said, "Now tell me the truth, fella. <laughs> Are you really a Taylor Swift fan?" I said, "Hey, easy, buddy. I like some of her tunes." <laughs> that second part didn't happen. I made that up, but uh, you could imagine. I mean, she didn't exactly come in like a wrecking ball, but she was good. She was good. <laughs> And that's the extent of my pop culture <laughs> knowledge. Uh, this guy was truly, though, he loved the B-sides. He was a B-side man, and he was a huge fan of B-side Taylor Swift. Does he realize that, uh, I don't even think she's on vinyl, so there is no B-side. Mike, she is, and it is one of the hottest Christmas gifts this year. You could get four versions of the Midnight Album. It's in different colors with different artwork and all this different stuff. Or you could buy vinyl? Yes, sir. And you could buy all four as Shut a Shut the fuck up. Absolutely. In fact, Mike, in fact, come on, dude, I thought you were a Swift fan. What's up with you, bro? 
<laughs> Damn, I just got called out. Fuck. Oh man, where's my where's my homie with the B sides? Uh, uh, I'm no I'm no Swifty. In know? fact, if you go to Target, apparently Target has a deal with Swift where they have a fifth version of this album exclusively sold at Target, my man. Wow. You know, if you're selling a fifth special at Target, you should do a sixth special at Walmart that comes with a Swifter. Oh, you know right, so I'm you saying? can polish off the dust. Absolutely. This is the sixth Swift with a Swifter. Oh, <laughs> that is fucking... It could also come with a snifter for your wine. <laughs> the Swift snifter. Oh, I just blew my mind with that one. <laughs> I tried to I tried to add on to that and I just shit my pants a little. I didn't know. That was the brown note. Uh, so yeah. yeah, you may be asking yourself, "Wow, Frank, you are so knowledgeable on Taylor Swift's new yeah, album." What's going on here? I thought you were just a casual Swift fan, and I still am just a casual fan. But it is the holiday season, and. I uh, live with someone who wants the album, so I had to do my research. Oh, that's right. You did talk about that the other uh, episode. So I did do some research, awesome. and in my process of researching, I, I uh, learned all this information about Taylor Swift's fantastic new album. In fact, I implore everyone, go check out Taylor Swift's website. It's like going to a Target website. There's so many. You could get like kitchenette stuff and things for your bathroom and bed sheets. It's it's like a bed, bath, and beyond, but Taylor Swift style. No, really? This chick is a product. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. So. Wow. Taylor Swift, huh? Yeah. She is beautiful. You just got stiffed with some Swift. Oh. That's what I like to say. I'm more interested, dude, that, that Blink-182 concert, where are they playing at? They are playing uh, here at the Pepsi Center, I believe. Ah, oh, God, why not Red Rocks? You know, I don't know. Maybe, they were doing... hey, look, maybe they will. I don't know. I, you know, Red they Rocks. they were doing Red Rocks, I probably would have came out. Look, I'm going to say this, uh... They're going to be here in July for this show. It's a one night only, so I guarantee Red Rocks announces Blink-182 shows, but they probably are waiting for Red Rocks to announce the schedule. Ooh. And so we'll hold off on the Pepsi Center tickets, and let's, let's wait on the potential, and I think I, I think I see one down the road. I could see Blink-182 coming out here and doing like two no- a night at Red Rocks. They're... <laughs> You know, they're no, they uh, they're no string cheese incident here, you know. Uh, over the dead. <laughs> the only bands that get, like, multi-night performances here are all the, the jam bands. Yeah. For so those that don't know, one of the greatest moments of any soldier's life is you save up all your leave for when you get out. Oh, yeah. And then you get out of the army, you sign out, and then you're, you're still getting paid, but you can go wherever you want, do whatever you want to do. You're, you're done. You're done with the military, right? That's right. I signed out <laughs> at 12 o'clock. It was like 12.01. I signed out. I hop in my Ford Explorer that's already packed, and I fucking book it. <laughs> yeah. I hit the highway. I'm in El Paso, Texas. I hit this highway that just goes fucking north, bro. All the way through uh, New Mexico, right? Uh, I forgot what else. And then I go, I head into Colorado. I'm beautiful. 
and uh, I just went straight into fucking. Uh, it was like a fourteen hour drive, man. I just remember being. I don't even like remember the drive, dude. I was so high on life. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! It was so much fun, dude. I just drove that highway. It was empty, and I fucking flew, dude, to Colorado, where I meet up, where I pick up my little brother at the Denver airport. Oh yeah. Right? Hell yeah. And then I meet up with my big brother, Frank. And the three of us just got fucking so high. And we went to fucking the Grateful Dead at Red Rocks. That's what you do in Colorado, my man. (laughs) You see the dead at Red Rocks. I fucking left the military and I hit the ground running on the wrong track. There is a Red Rocks is a magical place though. You don't even need to see music there. You could just go there and hike it, and it's gorgeous. And there's just a really fantastical energy to the whole place. And you get Dude, super I, fucked up whenever you go. <laughs> no, I just remember I remember watching the band and then like just looking around and just being like so happy. Like it was such a beautiful place to be. You know? Yeah, it's always a wonderful experience. Um, Come out to Colorado and see a show there if you get the chance. I definitely beautiful people, it. especially dude. I just came from the army. Yeah, and you said it, where did you leave there? Was that in Texas? Like, um, where was that? El Paso. El Paso, yeah. I wonder if uh, when you were in El Paso, did you happen to see a flood of migrants? Turned out of the southern border into the growing lines and growing concern. The new images coming in tonight, hundreds of migrants crossing into the U.S. carrying children across the Rio Grande to reach El Paso, Texas. Tonight, amid high numbers already, what's driving this newest surge and why authorities warn it might soon get worse? Worse? ABC's Matt Rivers on the border for us tonight. These are the scenes. They sent a guy named Matt Rivers to talk about people crossing over a river. Uh, come on, I see what you're doing there. I see the it. The shadow of downtown El Paso. <laughs> Hundreds of migrants crossing the Rio Grande in a matter of hours overnight. Many forced to spend the night on the riverbank, burning whatever they could find for warmth. There are hundreds of people lined up on the other side of this yeah, river. Dude, here. I've been coming to cold. this exact... Hold, hold yeah, on, dude. Yeah. You gotta stop right there. Absolutely. People don't realize, like, the... It is it is the worst environment ever in the wintertime. Because it's, like, you would think, like, oh, well, it's warm, right? That's oh, the desert. Guys... Come on, man. Frank, you're low. You get down to 30 degrees. How bad? That's their worst day. How bad can that be? No, dude, 40 degrees with, like, a constant 30-mile-per-hour wind. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, your fucking lips get chapped. You're so dried out and dehydrated and, like, what the worst part is, when you're like sweating and dehydrated, you fucking you drink water and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, you're cold. You don't want to drink water. For sure. I forgot what the stat was, but I, I'm pretty sure more people die in the desert during the winter time of dehydration than in the summertime. In the summertime, more people die of heat stroke. Right. Actual dehydration. It's the winter, not the summer. That's wild. And yeah. uh, we're talking, <clears throat> I mean, there are grown men there, but we're also talking like kids and women that are, you know, stranded out there, correct? Like, uh, it's is, a terrible, it's, it's one of the harshest environments. The video footage is, it's pretty shocking. Uh, you know, they're, they're essentially all just waiting to just 
cross over and at certain points or whenever they decide, they just stream over and there's nothing. <laughs> what do you and do? The problem is you get here and like if we don't have a place for you to stay, what you... it's no better than over there. Well, apparently we're sending them to Denver. Yes, you heard correct. Denver is housing migrants. Hmm. Uh, so they're shipping them all over the place. And I look, I'm never opposed if they can uh, pick up a shovel and a broom and pick up the trash off the highway. Okay, look, we got some jobs that need to be had here. Man. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a crisis, is what it is. And Mike, That's terrible. You brought it up the other day that what happens is word gets out to these other countries about the welfare state and the state of the welfare state. Do you know what nobody has ever seen? You know what I think the big problem is? No. Nobody has seen the line light. The, the light line. Right? Interesting. It, it's the light line. It is literally the line of light. If you fly into El Paso at night, you can fucking see the border. You know exactly where the border is from the airplane. Mm-hmm. Because there's a very fucking... It doesn't matter how high you up. There's a distinct line. And north of that line, there's light. And south of that line, it's pitch black. Wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. During the day, you fly over and there is a line. And north of that line, you look down, and you can see the little ants and their little cars moving, right? Mm -hmm. South of that line, nobody's on the road. City just as big as El Paso. Nobody's on the road because, you know what I mean? It was, like, weird. Interesting. You would, like, because we were higher than Juarez, Mm -hmm. altitude-wise. Right. So you could literally look down into Juarez, and it was like, dude, you wouldn't, you, it was like, Few people were moving around, you know. You you would think at night you would at least see like the car lights, right? No. Uh, maybe no one's moving because they see you flying over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they saw our Patriot missiles, which I don't know if you heard, are going to Ukraine. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, they're sending Patriot missiles. That's the unit I was in. So this is World War Three. We're in, baby. So the funniest part is they're. Uh, you know why they're sending the Patriot missiles? I have no idea. Uh, they're impossible to maintain and launch. So, oh, it, so one could just go into Poland, you know, fly backwards. Oh no, 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 no! It's even worse than that. It's even worse than that. So it's like we're gonna send them to, we're gonna send them to Ukraine to defend Ukraine, right? All right. The Patriot missiles are the missiles that shoot down other missiles. Oh, okay, yeah, missile defense. It's missile. De- it's air defense artillery. All right. Eight, ADA, 11 Brigade, baby, 143, 1st Battalion, 43rd, Air Defense Artillery. <laughs> you gotta represent. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was Fox Company, 143. Beautiful. Uh, we'll have to, we'll edit that out of post. Fucking, uh, I was fucking so. first squad mech <laughs> maintenance, baby. Best squad in all the military. Mighty mech. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, well, I can't have a counter argument for that, so I'll have to take your word on the best. But look, well, just, just, just so you know, there's like five people in the world that would agree with that statement. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I can't challenge your claim, so I'll take it, sir. 
yeah. Best all-wheeled vehicle mechanics the military had to offer. mechanics in this world and in in the world war so mike no no but you so the problem is 88 you can't nobody knows how to fix them nobody knows how to launch them nobody knows how to target them nobody knows how to do anything right all right plus you need a radar you need all you need the radar system to that, that goes with them you need somebody that can operate and maintain these radar systems right oh yeah Nobody in fucking Ukraine. These fucking Ukrainians are shooting shoulder fire, shoulder fired rockets from the <laughs> Soviet Union, right? <laughs> sure. You think they're gonna know how to do this? No. So that means we have to send soldiers on the ground. We're gonna have soldiers in Ukraine now. The ag- what nobody's talking about is that the agreement to send Patriot missiles is the agreement to send U.S. soldiers. Nobody else is gonna be able to run these. There's no way you're gonna sit in Poland and tell this guy how to run this Patriot missile. And what nobody wants to talk about is each Patriot missile is like, and I'm talking, these are 2008 numbers. They were like one point, I think it was like 1.4 million. Wow. That was just the missile. Well, that's why we have to uh, send them more money. These guys, these guys would fucking, they're supposed to be able to launch four of these missiles off of a trailer. They would launch one, and it would blow out all four of these fucking cards, right? Oh, yeah. They would be like, they'd be like, all right, well, now we got to order three new cards. And <laughs> each one was like a quarter million dollars. Nice. The way these guys just blew out fucking six-figure parts was mad. Hmm. Well, I... It all kind of comes together now why we have to send trillions of dollars over there, especially when like 10% of it's getting laundered back to the Democrats. <laughs> and now here you go, Putin, Putin is going to launch some expired Soviet Union $4,000 missile, and you're going to shoot it down with a $1.4 million missile. <laughs> Who's winning this war? Right? Well, what is this war? This is a proxy war. That's what we're experiencing yeah that's it is they've they've basically created a no man's land and now we're just sending bigger weapons to further decimate that no man's land and you know what kills me nobody wants to talk about this right dude epstein's gone the island's closed right you keep believing that that, you uh knew it is he's alive and and it's thriving no, 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 no. That island is closed. That man is dead. That doesn't mean these all these people stopped fucking kids. But there's another man on another island. That's right. right. And his name is Michael. Come on over, but- boys. <laughs> I've been alive the whole time. I'm here in Thailand. No, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Why are we not now look you know, it's not like we just ended this fucking sex ring and now it's over really because if i'm to understand justice and law and order mike when we busted epstein ever all the pedophiles said oh bummer all right guys well put your dicks oh, in shucks. your pants <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go home folks we can't get any more kids yes i'll just fuck adults from now on <laughs> 
Where's my wife? Damn it. <laughs> Nobody's fucking their wife. Come on. Yeah, I don't think Epstein ever was the face. Or I'm sorry, I'm uh, I exposed myself there. I believe Epstein was the face of the ring, the the pedophile ring. Is it pedo? Is it pedo? I I hear both versions. Uh, you know, I feel like pedo sounds Fra- grosser. Frank, if you if you have this, mo- <laughs> I mean, dude. But there's you, no way you don't have a backup. We've gone over this. I was thinking the other day after I was uh, editing over our in-depth 9-11 episode, which I... <laughs> I don't even remember. Everybody listen to it. It's fantastic. <laughs> we, we do a deep dive on 9-11. Incredible. <laughs> I can't even imagine. But I was just thinking how every disaster we've had or all this shit going back to like Pearl Harbor, all the stuff even further, like it was all to like change course societally and... You know, and I, I don't know. I just feel like we're kind of headed that way right now. And uh, the the pedo stuff, the pedo stuff, has just like always been there. I don't get it. Yeah, it's always going to be there. Like I, we have a constant, uh, like calamities. 9-11, the COVID stuff, and then... That's, that's my whole point. Is like, it's like you, you mean to tell me you busted this Epstein Island and that's it, it's over? No, there's definitely another one going on we just don't know about. There's probably multiple of them. And then, oh, Afghanistan was just this stupid proxy war, but Ukraine? So, oh, we gotta fuck it, you know? It's like, wh- well, how just- <laughs> stupid are you fucking people? Go forward in history, and we're we're gonna turn around and look back, right? The face of nine eleven is Bin Laden, right? The face of COVID is Fauci. Uh, I just think like these are characters, and I always just feel like Epstein is a character, no different than these characters. And we have these terrible. I think the face of nine eleven will be Cheney. <laughs> we want it to be Cheney, but it'll nah, always be. I think Cheney and Rumsfeld will be known as the. Uh... I think it'll come out. Unfortunately, the victors write the history books, so they're always going to... It's just how it is. We, we, we haven't won yet. <laughs> we haven't lost yet, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> the, the verdict's still out on Afghanistan. I just, again, with all these horrible things that happen, and, and there's always these faces that are tattooed, and I always find them to be more caricatures. Like, uh, I'm not saying... The warning, no, I'm not Holocaust denying. I'm just saying it is interesting that like Hitler is the face of all the shit that went down in, two, in World War II, but a lot of crazy shit went on during World War II worldwide, yet it's all Hitler. Everything's yeah, Hitler. A, a lot of you guys backed that horse. And then like a lot of crazy shit happened like during 9-11 and as, at a, like, as a result of 9-11. I, I love- I love the idea of World War Two. It's like, oh, it's totally conspiracy. There's no way Nazis escaped to Argentina. It's like, well, so, I mean, a lot of them escaped to America and then created NASA. <laughs> I so mean, it, we, it seems like these we we know they were here. Like we know for sure some of them escaped to here. When we look back at time, there's just faces 
to these events and their characters, and I have a hard time believing they're as history has painted them to be, is all I'm trying to say. And I, I'm going to say that if we go forward in time and look back, I think the same will be able to, we'll be able to say the same about Epstein and Bin Laden and Fauci. Like, these were characters, and they were put up they're, by the they're establishment. Man, they're the Mandarins, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. They were put up by the establishment to be the ones yeah. remembered, so that way we don't actually think about the ones behind the scenes. You Oh, you don't even know who, like, nobody even really knows who's in charge. Of the Fed, well, you that's, know. That's what I'm saying. Epstein could have been dead years ago. Who knows? Or you know what I'm saying? We don't know anything. He could be as real as Bin Laden, as but real. Did you see that thing about the trading? Else? Are you? So t- you know how the you know how the Federal Reserve raised the uh, interest rate? Yes, uh, Karine Jean Pierre was asked about it. Actually, she fumbled as usual through the answer, dude. <laughs> if- Everybody fucking bought stocks and shit in the minute, bef- in the 60 seconds before that happened. Oh, didn't they sell? Isn't that what happened? Or whatever. Well, yesterday the, the market was just like flying high for no reason. Yeah, there was this huge fucking, it was a dude. Rally the, of some sort. The, the point is, there's like, I guess there's like four people that know what's about to be said. Like, what's about to come out? Yes. And so, like, one of those four people in the White House revealed it. They did, and I know like, 10,000 people traded on the knowledge. <laughs> yeah, about two minutes prior to the announcement, in fact, yeah. yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty shocking. It's similar to what happened in the lead-up to the lockdowns for COVID, if anyone remembers. Uh, oh, nobody Nancy does. Nancy Pelosi's husband just... Yeah, nobody does, but a lot of people made some money off that moment yeah. in time, and yeah, a lot. Of I made, made a lot money. of money, dude. Not gonna lie. Well, we're we've been in a recession. They're just lying to us, and now they just kind of essentially admitted that. Yeah, recession time, dude. COVID. I remember COVID happened. Lockdowns hit. Everything plummeted. All the stocks. Right. You know what I bought? Weed. And Bud Budweiser or uh, Anheuser Busch. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're a party man. Sure. All of them. Like six months later, I had enough. I, they were high enough where I like I sold them for a profit and maintained shares. Beautiful. <laughs> you should share your advice with Jim Cramer. The guy's having a meltdown on CNBC like every day. <clears throat> yeah, you don't understand how these people work, <laughs> and you don't understand the American people. You're right, and we just need to follow more advice from the big power players like uh, Paul Pelosi, who was back in the news, baby. Did they? Did they? Uh, what happened to the guy? You know, we did brought they find this the up. Video? We brought this up recently, and he apparently they did the trial thing. No cameras allowed. Mm. Of course. Mm. Of course. Of course, Mike. They. <laughs> That's suspicious. Uh, do you remember when this broke? Wasn't the dude called De Pappy? I don't remember. I swear <laughs> yeah, his yeah. name was De Pappy. What is he now? De Pape. Mm-mm. They're changing the name. That sounds more white. <laughs> it does, dude. De Pape, they might be a Latinx. De, De Pape. 
De Pepe. No, De Pepe De sounds De like Pepe. the Joe. <laughs> Can't have the Joe on there. You know I mean? <laughs> no, he's not Joe. He's the Joe. De yeah, it's De Pepe. De Pepe. And it's De Pepe. His mom calls him De Pepino. It's no big deal. Dude. I swear we just brought this up and now it's in the news. Uh, the De the De Pepe trial, the De Pepe, <laughs> the De Pepe trial. See, this is why I'm so bummed because I swear I I was uh, like infatuated with De Pepe. I was like De Pepe. Oh, well, here's the thing though. I heard he was uh, <laughs> he's Canadian, right? Oh, oh, right. Okay. So, so it is De Pepe. Oh, De Pepe. These <laughs> <laughs> fucking Canadians don't know how to say their own fucking names, dude. He should go to prison just for being French Canadian. I feel like that should be like <laughs> lock him up. Yeah, dude. you committed a crime and you're French Canadian. Life in prison. <laughs> Can we make a trade here? I'll I'll give you ten illegal immigrants on the southern border for every one from the northern. You, you lock up. <laughs> every Canadian you lock up. For every de Pappy, we send ten migrants. That's the, the rule. De Pape. That's de Pape, eh? <laughs> de Pape, eh? Sorry. All right. Uh, Sorry. So, <laughs> so, and I do apologize. Oh, no. I, we, mixed up, I mixed up hay and yeah, because that's what they always say. I am just kidding. I do love the French Canadians. Mike, we do have French Canadian listeners, so you know, we can't. No, can't we rip. don't. We do, and uh, I don't. Frags really don't listen to this show. Trust me, Frag. <laughs> you know? I can Even only, the Canadian frags. I can only imagine it's a hate listen or two, but I enjoy it none the least, so we appreciate they, they it. They listen just to uh, <laughs> warned uh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a bunch of de pappies up there. Uh, hate what listening to us. <laughs> Pappy Van Winkle. Ratting that's us, what we need. us out. Uh, all right, should we should we dig into the Paul Pelosi? I got a got a little clip here. Oh man, I'm waiting to hammer this one up. I knew you couldn't wait. We are learning more about the violent <laughs> attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's no, Dave Muir. Yeah, of course. Right, you, gotta, you gotta warn me before you play Dave Muir. I gotta do my hair up a little bit, fix the eyebrows. I gotta look good for Dave. I hope everyone wore some deodorant. All right, here we go. Man, damn. I would put a little cologne on, Dave. <laughs> Dave's a beautiful man, he, for those that don't know. He looks to the left. Have you noticed he's got like a... Um... Well, he's got a good side and a bad side. It yes, I think that's what it is. And literally, the news of the day depends on the dippity-doo. Because if his dippity-doo wow. is off, Ooh. you know somebody died. Does his angle depend on the positive it or negative gets, angle of the news? Yeah, it gets darker. You don't want the bad angle with the bad dippity Bad angle with the flat dippity-doo, Frank? That's like a mass casualty. Event. I gotta pay more attention. I'm gonna check it out next episode because I think you're onto something. I think you're right. When it's sad news, he does the... he He's left... He's leaning yeah. left with downward, and then uh, left downward with scrub on the face. Yes. Bad dippity doo oh, yeah. flat. Oh, oh man, oh dude, yeah. that's Sandy Hook. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's we, Uvalde. Oh god. And so, uh, and then I've seen him with you know he he's more straightforward looking at times, but when he he's had some. Oh, that's talking about Trump. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know. We're shitting on Trump. We're looking to the left. We're feeling good. Got the good side showing. <laughs> Dippity-doo up high. All right. 
For uh, this one, I, I don't know what the dippy doo doo is doing, but uh, we're talking Paul Pelosi. Paul Pelosi. And it's not <laughs> a juice that you do. No. Well, there's juice only one. Juice that you do gets the females. <laughs> Dave Mears dippity doo. That's, that's all for the fellas. There yeah. was a Babylon Bee recently. It uh, said Paul, uh, Ducey and Pisaki announce engagement. It was absolutely hilarious. Oh, <laughs> God, they need to. <laughs> I just can't wait, <laughs> dude. Dude, when they do the fucking uh, what's that uh, porn site thing? Well, uh, OnlyFans. Only when they fans, do an OnlyFans yeah. threesome with Pasaki, Jean Pierre, and oh. Ducey. Oh yeah. Oh man. Risque. Throwing a Nikki Haley. That's all over. And you can also uh, throw in Not Paul Pelosi and the uh, <laughs> the Hammer underwear bear. For today and what we learned. <laughs> Prosecutors showing chilling new evidence for the first time, including body camera video from the officers who arrived. And tonight here, the transcript of Paul Pelosi's call to 911 just before getting attacked with a hammer. Here's ABC's Mola Lenghi tonight. Tonight, a California judge deciding Paul Pelosi's alleged attacker, David DePap, will face trial on multiple charges, including attempted murder. Though news cameras were not allowed inside the courtroom, tonight, for the first time, prosecutors played body camera video showing the moment 42-year-old DePap allegedly attacked Pelosi with a hammer, fracturing his skull. <coughs> Officers testifying today said DePap was on a suicide mission when he broke into the Pelosi San Francisco home back in October, looking to take the House Speaker hostage. Investigators say DePap brought a sleeping bag and a backpack containing oh, a laptop. They're hammering that home, dude, the DePap. Yeah, but also did a sleeping bag <coughs> and a backpack? Well, it gets cold at night. You know, gonna, take the speaker hostage. You know, okay. you know what kind of linen she's got lying around, you know? He, they also said that he made the chilling phone call moments before being attacked, which is false because we all know he walked outside towards the cops, then walked back into the house and got attacked, apparently. Well, what does this one say? He said that, well, yeah, well let's find out. Passport and had a hit list that included California Governor Gavin Newsom, actor Tom Hanks, and President Biden's son, Hunter. Speaker Pelosi. Wait, wait, wait. Hunter? Tom Hanks? What kind of crew is this? What are we talking about here? Yeah, that's a little weird. Tom Hanks, yeah. Hunter Biden? Yeah, why are you trying to kill him? I mean, the crack's going to kill him eventually. Why are there so many bizarre combinations of people involved in this story? Mm. And back to your pedo stuff. Lots of uh, shit out there on the internet about Tom Hanks diddling the kitties. Yeah. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't think he does. I would never say it's true. I'm just saying I've read stuff out there that alleges that he's involved. And so I find it interesting that he's thrown into the mix in this story. Like, how did we just get with Tom Hanks I'm going to get... Listen. Listen. I gave Thriller a pass on the kid diddling. I'm going to give Forrest Gump a pass. I like it. Right. And, yeah, but hey. You are pro-pass for these celebrities. I am... Certain ones. Certain ones. <laughs> well, I am on the... If I... Uh... Like, like, if Kanye <laughs> starts fucking kids... <laughs> no. No. Right? No way do you get a pass. I've never heard one song 
worth a pass on that. You know what I mean? I just think there's something up with people who get outrageous press and all the fame. Yeah, I don't know. There's something to it. It's got to be. You think Tom Hanks fucking kids? <clears throat> Have you seen the Green Mile, dude? That was so beautiful. They had the guy play Mr. Rogers. So. Touche. Touche. Did you ever hear about Mr. Rogers and that gorilla? No, did and he Co- fight a gorilla? Coco the gorilla? I'm a huge fan of Mr. Rogers, so I don't want to. Yeah, no, this is like OG so, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Dude, uh, remember that gorilla that, that was like the first one they taught to speak sign language? Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, one of the things they would do is play Mr. Rogers for her. And she would actually get angry. Like, she knew a time he was coming on, and she would get angry when they wouldn't put him on. Oh, she loved Mr. Rogers. Loved watching Mr. Rogers. All kids, I loved Mr. Rogers growing up. It was the greatest. And, dude, they say this gorilla was like a third or fourth grade level. Second or third grade, I don't remember. Right? I loved Mr. Rogers. So they bring in Mr. Rogers to meet the gorilla. Yeah. He walks up to the cage, and you know what the gorilla does? Tries to take off his shoes. Oh, wow. Because at the beginning of every episode, he would take off his shoes. Yes. (laughs) How insane is that? Oh, man. Animals, dude, that is dude. Not, that They're means that gorilla's brain. What's up? They're just creatures of habit, and they have like an like an incredible brain. They can remember that kind of like routine. But the fact that he saw you on the TV and then saw you in real life and knew exactly who you were, what you were supposed to do. Like, wow, dude, that's right. Yeah, dude, that 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 means they're operating on levels that we can't understand. Well, I think, or, or we, we don't want to understand. I don't think we want to understand. Or, you know, there's so much emotion. I, with Mr. Rogers, uh, there's an incredible amount of emotion that he and his show conveyed to all people, young and old. And I yeah. think he really captivated audiences and the culture by being, uh, you know, genuinely kind. And thank God... Here we are, years after his death, Mike. Nothing, man. Not even like a rub on the back. No, oh, you're right. Oh, wow, you're right. Not one man. He didn't even touch that princess? Just thank God we had like a saint of the modern era, like one. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for just one. Okay. Oh, we- Mr. Rogers. Yeah, dude, you're right. Thank you. That's just wonderful that we can. You didn't jerk have off that. in a movie theater. Nothing, man. Like literally, yeah. Seriously, no grab ass with the staff. You weren't like a womanizer. You weren't even an asshole. Like it's coming out where he was yelling at everybody. It was a terrible work environment. That's, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. The guy was literally just. But you know what that? You know what I chalked that up to? He always stayed on PBS. Interesting. I think you go to Fox News, you become Ellen. (laughs) 
not Fox News, Fox, you know, or like ABC, NBC. I think you, you got to do some sort of satanic ritual to become Ellen. <laughs> well, you become Ellen, Ellen or uh, <laughs> what's that fat bitch's name, Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> what happened to Rosie O'Donnell, man? Wow, oh, she went faster dude. than the swoosh ball or whatever the fuck. That <laughs> do you remember that shit? She would shoot it out in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well fling a yo-yo out there, you fucking outdated bitch. What the fuck you doing? Dude, did she do some sort of uh, like racist thing or something? What happened? Or did she? Is she racist? No, I think she got taken down for being a turf. Right. I'm not familiar. You bring this up all the time, and I always forget. Oh man, Frank! I I'm got, a bigot. You're, you're such a bigot. I'm a huge time bigot. A, t- a, t- a turf, <laughs> T-E-R-F, trans exclusionary radical feminist, Frank. It's not that hard. <laughs> I even did it a turf, an extra F. I did the Frank. <laughs> How hard is it? Trans exclusionary radical feminist. <laughs> Like I told you, I'm halfway through it already. It's taking me forever. I'm sorry. I can't. I only read at a third grade level, dude. Like, I, I would say it again, but every time I do, I lose an inch on my penis. <laughs> every time I think about the second or third word, I get a headache and I just stop. I kind of like I can't get to the fourth one. Trans exclusionary radical feminist, right? <clears throat> just rolls off the tongue. It's so hard to remember. (laughs) (laughs) You have this group of women who are feminists and for generations have been fighting for women's rights. And these unbelievable cunts don't believe that men who wear skirts are real women. It's crazy. Turfs. Turfs. Turfs, too. (laughs) Trans-exclusionary radical feminists, Frank. It's such an incredible, like, combination of words. That's so stupid. It's amazing. It's, like, longer than what NASA stands for. It's absolutely unbelievable, dude. NASA? I love that. It's one of my favorite things we talked about. NASA? (laughs) There's just so many, like, uh, it's too much. Too much for the brain to handle. It's incredible. Yeah. The L- the LGBTQ plus they have they've added so many letters at this point and now symbols and like numbers and afters. I can't keep up. It's so incredible. It- and then they're like, "You're cis." You're like, "Nah, I'm normal. I'm just a normal guy." Like, oh, how could you dare say normal? What's normal? Well, a guy that fucks girls. I mean, <laughs> I don't. Is that not normal? <laughs> Do you have to come up with a word for that? Like, no, this is normal. We used to live in a society where people just didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about, like, who we're fucking or who we voted for or what we're eating. Nobody cares. Stop talking about it. That's the problem. People yeah. act like people care, and nobody does. We, we do talk about it, but it's always like... Um... Like, I thought about it at work. Like, think about it, like, I just, like at work. You know, like, you know, you're working with the guy, one, you know, it's just the two of you all day in this oh, room, yeah. busting out fucking pipe and putting it in. It's like you talk. Right dude. He he talks about his wife. I talk about my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Uh, not, nothing sexual. <laughs> That's right. 
But it's like, uh, you know, we also hit other topics and everything. But, like, you do hit those topics that you do realize, like, yeah, he's definitely straight and everything. But my big problem is <laughs> I've worked with gay guys, right, who it's like, dude, the problems you have with your boyfriend are the same issues I'm having with my girlfriend, you know? Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Fine. Don't be weird about it. Talk about it. What's weird is you bringing everybody into the office to come out. That's weird. Right? Sure. When me and you are working on the job site and my, you know, my phone's blowing up and I go, ah, my girlfriend's texting me pics and you go, I know, dude, my boyfriend does it all the time. I hate it. You know, there's a weird moment where it's like, and then you just get past it and it goes on and you realize, okay, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just do that. I don't need the whole... Or you could look at him after he says that and be like, bitches, am I right? You and know he'll, he'll probably be like, no. yeah. That's how it always goes, dude. I'm telling you. I'm because just kidding. I love women and I respect them. It's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's just in case, uh, well, my bitch is listening. You know, I got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> bitches be listening. Whether you're gay or straight, you bitches be listening. <laughs> but I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, you know, we're all living in the same kind of world and the same relationships. We all have very similar problems, Mike. We all go through marital issues, and you know, problems. Even though we may come from different classes and different societies, they're. They're all the same. We all go through the same thing, right? Just like Harry. Overnight, Netflix releasing the final three episodes of the six-part docuseries. Harry oh, and God. Megan. To see this institutional gaslighting that happens is Poor Harry. extraordinary. And that's why everything that's happened to us was always going to happen to us. Because if you speak truth to power, that's how they respond. Truth These episodes, power, Harry. Fucking <laughs> Get little ginger fucking pussy British. Oh god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I was it's like you that are the reason we were able to win with fucking shitty muskets hiding in the woods. You fucking miserable dude. Oh, dude, you cry fucking... me a river, man. Oh my god. You're a you're a royal. What? Do you hear that music? Do you hear the music? I can't even afford the music. <laughs> you ever hear music behind me? I can't even afford the music, you fucking miserable. If anyone's not aware, Harry and Meghan have a Netflix special out. It's like $100 million. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's about all the pain and suffering they went through, I guess, during something over the last, I don't know, whenever in their lives. These are rich people. The richest people. They're like I the hear richest people. I hear more pain and suffering on any job site. Right? Yes. Go listen to the pain and suffering of these men on the job site. Is it Harry? Harry? Is that Harry? Is that it with their $100 million? Yeah. You married a cunt. Right? I don't know. She was an actress, right? A B or she's a cunt actress. Reality. That's star the problem. Actress? I have no idea, honestly. Now, Harry, go get next to Will Smith, and <laughs> you two can cry about it. 
about how you are some fucking little cuckold bitches. <laughs> Man. You know what we should do? And this would be a great reality show. You could, like, uh, lock Harry and Will Smith in a cage and have them slap each other until someone finds the key to get out. <laughs> It's an escape room. You either gotta find your balls or the key, you fucking <laughs> Slap off. It'll be fantastic. Come on, people. This is a great show idea. <laughs> no, dude, brother William. This is so embarrassing. Dude, this is this so is amazing. So no, embarrassing. Mike, they have gone through so the much fire, trauma. Giving details man. of that heated family summit discussing the couple's departure from royal life. It was terrifying to have my brother um, scream and shout at me and my father say things that just simply weren't true. And, <laughs> and my grandmother, you know, quietly sit there and, and sort of take it all in. In Megan's case. <laughs> what? <laughs> the queen is sitting there. Like, doo -doo -doo. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, look, normally I wouldn't talk about this shit. We never talk about any time these fucking losers are in the news. But this, listen to the music. It's so dramatic. This is so funny. These fuckers. I didn't even think about that. You're right, dude. The queen. The one person who has an empire to rule is like, yeah, I don't. Did I you, don't care about that any of this. Did you hear how this piss ant described? He's like, and my father, he's yelling at me. <laughs> and then my grandma, who's the queen, is just sitting there, like, doo 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 doo. Like, acting like she has a whole empire to run. And I look at her and I'm like, whatever, queen, I'm out of here, dude. <laughs> like, this fucking loser, man. Are you kidding me? Like. This is so fucking. This is so funny, dude. And now, like three years later, because they're probably fucking broke compared to how wealthy they were, dude. This idiot. So this uh, work. This guy doesn't know how to work. Get the fuck out of this here. This is so fun, dude. They had so much money before. Uh, this. Oh my god, I love this. I love this so much. I remember dude. her telling me that. Here we go. Oh my god. That she had wanted to take her own life. Oh my god, Megan. And, no. And um. Megan Merkel! And that really broke my heart. Oh, God. I was no. devastated. I didn't deal with it particularly well. I dealt with it as. The music! Institutional Harry, as opposed to. Institutional Harry. They say that stress by the tabloids. I'm crying my eyes out right now. Yeah. The first morning that we woke up in our new home is when you're I miscarried. So, you're so oh, insensitive, dude. dude. Wait, this is, my, this this is tragic, bro. This is terrible. Dude, she's about to, she's about to tell us. Did the you most hear the music? He almost killed himself. Oh, no, she almost, <laughs> she she almost killed herself. She did. she did. Not him, dude. He's a royal. Come on, Which dude. one was the woman? <laughs> I can't tell. Dude, this is, the, this is the most tragic part, dude. And this is sad. This is all very sad. Everybody I don't know which sad. one's the woman, but I'd rather fuck the redhead. What's going on here? <laughs> my wife suffered a miscarriage <laughs> because of what the male did. They're blaming the newspaper for her miscarriage, the dude. There's been no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, dude! They, when they give the stork the wrong directions, you fucking Yo, Harry, go visit the women of Flint, Michigan. See how many people had to have miscarriages because of the fucking poisoned water they drank, bro. You think you or got it rough? Currently in Mississippi. Fucking loser. Oh my god, cry me off. Fucking river, you piece of shit, and get out of our country and go back to daddy and cry and admit you were wrong. Yeah. You go pansy. back to whatever country you came from. And listen, fella, this is America. We speak English. Okay? Get out of here with this shit. 
piss on this turd, this stupid motherfucker. Oh, my God. This guy wore a Nazi uniform to a Halloween party 30 years ago. Does everyone remember? Everyone should remember he's a Nazi. He supports the Nazis. To be fair, he was next to the Canadian Prime Minister in blackface. Oh, and the... uh, He was also next to the fella dressed in the uh, in the KKK outfit. That's right. Yeah, we don't so, know that guy's name. So it's okay. This guy. The, no, the fucking violin and the slow dude, piano. The fucking music is too Get much, Get out of here, dude. Oh, my God. You're a royal. Dude, the life this guy has lived. It does Right? Rock stars. Like... Bill Gates has wet dreams of the life this guy has oh, lived. Do you know God, what I'm saying? Like no idea, Musk, dude. Elon Musk wishes he could have been you born. You joined the, the military. Well, maybe not. I think he's it was it. world news. To become a pilot, like <clears throat> my choices when I joined the military were mechanic and infantry. <laughs> you just joined and became a pilot. You. <laughs> You want us to cry over the sad violin while you talk about an argument you had with? Oh your no, brother? no, that's his brother. That was the pilot, right? <laughs> his brother, yes, is better. Yes, uh, this is just uh, uh, this whole thing is so funny. I don't it's care so about stupid. these people. You're They're royal. So dumb. I can't believe there's a Netflix. So I uh, that article that was out about it, I sent it. I don't know if I sent it to you, but I sent it to Emma earlier. I just wanted to gauge her reaction, and she her reaction was like. Oh my god, it's on Netflix. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> no. Because she wants to see Megan. This is great tabloid gossip shit. The Royals were always for that. That's all they are. It's tabloid crap. They're nothing other than that. Here's the real question. What are you guys going to do next? All right, so now you had your little Netflix special. What's next? You know they're going to go back to Britain. They have to. Right? <laughs> this whole thing is so dumb. You know what's going to happen, actually? This is my theory. is He eventually becomes the, the king. Right? Never. His brother. Well, what if, what if Ari didn't get the yab? And then uh, this guy got the, uh, you know, the other yeah, guy got matter. the He married a white woman. And, you know, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I try not to go down that route. I always forget Meghan Merkel is a uh, mixed race American. Divorcee, so, not even pure. Like this, you this know what they're is... gonna do? And look, the royals are known for this man. They're just gonna bump off Merkel like they did to uh, Diana. I was thinking that too. Uh, she's gotta go. Like, if he's ever actually considered for anything, they're gonna have to get rid of her. And I don't mean to be, you know. So cold about it, but it's what they did to Diana. Everybody knows it by yeah, now. Yeah, come on. It's so obvious. They did to the Fast and the Furious, dude. <laughs> That's right. You're very right. Uh, I can't think of his name right now for some reason. It's my favorite conspiracy, dude. <laughs> and I think it's uh, very true. And you know, Anne Hache. Anne Hache, dude. Man, they, dude, all these people that are trying to like... Dude, they determined there were no drugs in her system. No drugs. She was so... Dude, that was a... I think they killed her. They killed her. Man. She was Come making on. a documentary about child uh, trafficking and Epstein kind of shit, man. I think. Yeah, dude. I think maybe she found some stuff, oh, recorded oh, it. Oh, and your boy, dude, Grant. Uh, what's that guy? What's that uh, uh, pussy little reporter, dude? Grant Wall. Uh, dude, soccer Grant extraordinaire. Wall. 
Poor guy. Rest now they're saying, okay, they're like, okay, it's definitely not in the Saudis. Definitely nobody did anything. Oh. He died of this, like, super rare <laughs> heart thing that is either the vaccine or somebody injected him with something. Yeah, aortic aneurysm. I don't think it's very rare. I think uh it may even run in our family, man. We gotta watch out, man. No, it uh, does, but everybody in our family, <laughs> everybody in the world, they get it in like their fifties. Sure, this fellow was forty nine. Oh, was he? I thought he was way younger. I think he was forty nine. Oh, uh, never mind. Never mind. I thought it was like thirty seven. And so I believe I am shaking out on this theory to be the correct one where I don't think it was go- uh, like a government false play because he's small fish. Like he's no Khashoggi. He's a soccer guy. Uh, so yeah. I feel like this dude just got his bivalent booster. And instead of having his aortic aneurysm pop at 56, it popped at 49. Yeah. I'm going to put the, I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give this check to, uh, Fauci. This is a Fauci ouchie, folks. Hey, it's a Fauci ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh. I mean, come on. It's sad. It's very tragic and sad. But look, the deaths this year are mounting. And we need to pay attention to it. I really do think it's worth paying attention to it. And I do believe we're heading towards the end of the year and we'll be able to check out the. Mem- you know, the uh, in memoriams for all the <laughs> award shows in January and February, and that's going to be a long part of the show. Hmm. I guarantee it. I can't wait. But speaking of long shows, we're at that uh, half, uh, uh, don't half, even say halftime it. break, Mike. It's the long, <laughs> it's the fastest hour. The fastest hour in the universe. I don't know how you do it, man. You must spin the earth faster during this time. <laughs> Once again, I blame Neil DeGrace Tyson. <laughs> do, do, all right, I can't get into it. All right, we'll, we'll take the break. Oh, yeah, come on, bring it up, uh, write it down. Although you can't mention thought. Neil DeGrace Tyson right before we go to break, dude, because well, you know I got 20 minutes to shit on that fucking guy. Write it down, hold the thought, and I'll just say his name right at the second half. Beautiful. I can't wait. <laughs>